Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. I'm here again with my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Phil Jesson, Graham Jones, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. And this episode is one of our listeners' questions episodes. So we get questions, uh, emails in from our listeners. And feel free, by the way, if you've got any questions you'd like us to talk about the Sales Chat Show, please let us know and we'll do our very best to answer them for you. Uh, this is from uh, Brad, who is in California, and his question is, on a previous episode of the Sales Chat Show, you talked about using testimonials to win business with customers, and he says, my question is, should I be using testimonials or should I be using case studies, um, which which is the most effective? And I think also, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm reading between the lines of Brad's questions, we probably ought to make sure we define the difference between the two. I'm going to fire this one at Graham. Well, the way I see a testimonial is, is a short piece of text or sometimes a video from a customer who said you know you're a fantastic company fantastic products love your service um you know here's four stars kind of a a, a review a testimonial yep. that kind of thing whereas a case study is a lengthy article which demonstrates exactly how your company solved a problem, dealt with an issue for a customer, and would include in it comments from the customer saying how well it did. So one is a short piece directly from the customer. The case study is something you've written yourself, including input from the customer. Yeah, and obviously often in collaboration with yeah. the customer. Yeah. And from my experience, customers, providing it doesn't breach any confidentiality, I think are often delighted to, to, to be involved in them because it's good it's good PR for yeah. them as well isn't yeah, it quite. and I think the point that Brad is probably referring to is the comment we made at the time that if it's the customer's words on a testimonial versus our words on a case study probably the customer's words will rise to the top yeah. But I think you're probably going to challenge I'd say, that. I'd correct, say it's the you? reverse of that. Okay. Uh, the reason for that is that when you look at testimonials, if you get a duff testimonial, if a customer says, yeah, I'll fill in your testimonial form, and they fill it in and say, uh, we didn't like the product, we didn't like the service, and uh, we probably won't be buying from you again, you're not likely to publish that on your website, are you? So we know that most testimonials are pre-selected they are frequently written by the company and says, can we put your name to this testimonial? And they're very short, and actually the research shows us that they hardly get read. So, what's the point? Yeah, but I would, I would still say, I think the question for me is, I'd use both. I've used both because they're both social proof principles, Robert Cialdini's, yep. you know, and, and not how great are you, here's your customer saying how great you are, I, I see no harm in no harm in having both because I would say there are customers with quite short attention spans who just want to have a quick look and that will, a testimonial may satisfy them, others will be more will be more in depth and want to explore it more. And you can always have a read more click of course. Absolutely. You could, but yeah. But your research is saying that no, testimonials but even, are ignored? Even, even Robert Cialdini would 
challenge you on saying that because okay. in his new book, Presuasion, Presuasion, yeah, it points out that all of that only takes place if people are already in a position to be persuadable by yes. that kind of yeah. thing. So if they're not in a position to be persuadable by social proof, they cannot be persuaded by it. And so they come to the internet with a view that testimonials that you've put on your website are biased and therefore you know you've got a load of four-star reviews what's the point so they're not persuadable by that social proof so there's no point in having it but case histories that's entirely different because case histories they can relate to it they can say well we're a similar business to that business in the case study we have a similar problem this is how they solved it I can see how that could work in our business and also, the other thing is that testimonials are usually you know, 100, 150 words long. Case studies, a good case study is going to be 2,000 words long. Guess what gets most readership on the internet? The 2,000 word piece, not the 150 well, word piece. That, so more days. people will read the long, day, long form content than the short form content. And because it's an article, people will spend time on it. They won't spend time on the testimonials. They won't read them. They'll just maybe look at them to see if another co company like them is in it. And if they don't see that company, there's no social proof. Whereas what they see in the case study is a problem just like theirs, and they can see how that product or that service can solve their problem too. So your guidance to Brad is case studies are going to be more valuable Much than better. testimonials? Yeah. And there's another added bonus. These long articles are going to get indexed by Google and other search engines, and they are going to rise to the top for the keywords that are in there if people are looking for those particular yeah. things and clicking on that a lot. So your case studies are another piece of good content that your website's going to get lots of benefit from. So I there's think, another added bonus. I think you're right, Simon, in terms of advice to Brad. Both are needed. I know Graham's being a little bit dismissive of the wording that might be around the typical testimonial, and I think that's right. But one of the best testimonials I ever saw, which had a massive impact for the company concerned, was a client testimonial that started with the words from a prospect, we can't thank you enough for advising us not to go ahead with your company. You pointed out that if we were to proceed, we would not get a return on our investment. Your two competitors, interestingly, told us to go ahead. Oh, okay. Brackets, and that says something about their lack of integrity, etc., etc. Oh. So that type of testimonial, real, very real, very different, strikingly different, I think that will still cut through what Graham's referring to by way of and the, I don't, the cheesy predictable oh, I, I mean it, if, if it's looking false uh, you know or it's looking you know pre-managed absolutely but I think it's what is in it and it's also who has said it and obviously if it's somebody the customer is familiar with or is famous or as an authority in their field like yeah. you know with people we've got to give forwards yeah. to our books and things like that you you kind of borrow the authority of the person who yeah. gives you a, a testimonial or a forward for the book then I think they're powerful you know personally irrespective one of the, one of the things I would say in favour though of Graham's uh, line of thinking is that because the world has moved more towards a personalisation yeah. approach yeah. Although on a website there might only be one case study, 
what salespeople also need is that same case study broken down and worded so that it will appeal to different decision makers. Because the words that a finance director wants to read, return on investment, uh, need to be very, very different from the words that a sales and marketing director will read, brackets, how will your product help my customers. So there needs to be a bank of tailored case studies, ready to go on email maybe, in addition to the all-embracing case yeah. study that they okay. might feature. Did you read my newsletter last week? Uh, I normally do. But, uh, <laughs> because it made that very point, that even online, you need the wording of every article you write tailored to each of your individual target audiences. Yeah. So, in fact, your case study can be repeated online in different forms, one for the finance director, one for the product manager of whoever's going to use it, whatever yeah. whatever kind of people, so that it's worded for their perspective, so they can read that case study and go, I can see that will work for me. Yeah. So some key actions will be, if you don't have case studies, start get getting them. them ASAP. Absolutely mm. get them sorted. And if you are going to be using testimonials, which online appear to get less readership than case studies, they need to be credible and not obviously too stage managed or yeah. artificial. And it's who is saying them, because the social proof principle is if it's a sales director who said this is great, that's going to really influence other sales directors, yeah. but it's not going to influence a finance director yeah. as much as, as, and much it's, as it is. However it's worded, I think it's got to have a wow Factor. Yeah. When people read it, they shouldn't read it and think, hmm, that's sort of interesting. Uh, they should read it and go, wow, uh, you've done that sort of thing. Well, I better get a hold of you and you can yeah. come and explain how you can help us. And I think I'd also say, Brad, you can, you can also turn these into little stories that your salespeople can use, yeah. as well as the written case study yep. you can explain to a customer as part of the sales process here's how we help someone like you with a similar problem that you've had and you can do that verbally or in your sales presentation your sales pitch as well so you know key principle for me is don't tell the customer how great you are get your customers to tell your prospective customers how great you are so definitely making big big use of those and can i just say to brad if you found this useful Write us a testimonial. <laughs> yeah. All you've got to do is, just like Brad has done, is send your questions to questions at saleschatshow.com. Fantastic. So we will be doing regular uh, questions from listeners because we really want to make sure the Sales Chat Show delivers the maximum value to you. So feel free, let us know what you would most like to hear about and we will be happy to produce episodes accordingly. So hopefully that's been uh, useful to Brad and, and our other listeners as well. So I've been Simon Hazeldean. I've been accompanied as always by my esteemed colleagues, Mr. Graham Jones and Mr. Phil Jessen. Uh, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. Thank you very much for listening. Good luck and good selling, folks. You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. <laughs>